Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life podcast. So today, just to give you a quick life update before we get into the show, this is the new thing I'm trying out. Hopefully you will like it. I thought it would be fun to kind of share what's going on in my life. Um, and then get into the episode that I am covering this week. So just real quick, we are working on our kitchen right now. Um, We're doing like, uh, it's not like a full renovation by any means. We're doing like a, I guess you would call it maybe just like a touch up. We painted all the walls and we're painting all of our cabinets. So um, we had started it a while ago, like several months ago. Um, and we only got, we got all the walls done. We got the ceiling done. Um, we replaced some lights and then, um, we did half of the cabinets like on the one side of the kitchen. Um, but the other side was not done because it got really hot and we're sanding the cabinets. Um, so my husband has to like take them off and bring them outside. And then it just got like really, really hot and it was causing the paint to kind of like almost like harden when he was like trying to sand it down it's hard to explain but anyway so we kind of put it on side so for the summer we've had our kitchen two different colors (laughs) for the cabinets half of them um it's like this green um it's not like a dark green it's hard to describe I guess it's kind it's more like that lighter green that you see like in some kitchens where it's like a light green cabinet and like a lighter color wall um so we went with that and I really really love it we had our cabinets painted brown before and I liked it at first but after a while it just seems very dark and they've gotten like kind of dingy from needing to be painted and everything so it's a huge difference and we went with a much lighter color on the walls and I just really love it but anyway um we kind of had to put it aside so we like I said we've had a multi-colored kitchen (laughs) over the course of the summer so I'm excited to get back to that so I will keep you updated as that's coming along. Hopefully we'll get it done quickly. I just did um, a couple of the cabinet doors and a part of the cabinet um, yesterday. So I'll have to do another coat today. So I'm really excited to see that moving along. My goal is to hopefully have it done by October, um, not by October, by uh, Halloween. So that's that. And then for my loving lately, um, I just recently bought myself this Carl Smith styling spray. Um, I usually was using a um, Paul Mitchell soft sculpting gel spray or something like that. I forget it exactly what it was called. I was getting it on Amazon for the longest time. Um, it's just like a spray you just kind of spray in your hair just to kind of keep it like, you know, a little bit under control. 
Um, I have long hair and it's kind of wavy, so I have to like kind of put a little bit of something in it. When I'm going to work, if I'm staying home, I just put it in a braid <laughs> and then that's that. But anyway, so um, my daughter kept saying this Curlsmith product was really great. So I said, you know what, the Paul, the Paul Mitchell stuff was kind of getting pretty expensive, at least on Amazon, and that's where I knew to get it from. So um, I tried this Curlsmith product, which was pretty much the same. And I really like it so far. Um, it makes my hair feel nice. It looks shiny. And it's got a lot more natural ingredients in it than I think the Paul Mitchell stuff does because when I would have, when I'd spray my hair with the Paul Mitchell, I'd have to kind of like hold my breath while I was spraying it and then open the bathroom door and take a big inhale. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had to do that with the Curlsmith product. But anyway, so that's what I thought of for my loving lately. So anyway, let's get into today's topic of how organizing your food can save you money. So have you ever come home from the grocery store with several cans of tomato sauce only to realize that you already had several cans on hand? I know I have. I've done that with so many things in the past and it would drive me crazy because I didn't have like a really good food organization system and I didn't always make sure to check before I went shopping because I didn't have a good food organization system. So it would take me longer to have to check. So I would just kind of try to rely on my memory. And the opposite can happen with that too. You know, sometimes you don't buy something because you're so certain that you have it already and then you realize you didn't. So when we have like good habits of keeping our food organized, it can really make a big difference in your grocery bill. Um, and it makes it easier to take a quick look to make sure that you do or do not have something before you go grocery shopping. If it's not super organized and you're not sure exactly where to look, then you might make those mistakes of either buying something you already had or not buying something because you were certain that you did have it. One of the um, the biggest, um, you know, con uh, not cons, <laughs> pros of um, organizing your food is reducing food waste. Because when you keep your food organized, you can easily see what you have and you can make sure to use it up before it goes bad. So that really helps reduce food waste, which saves you money in the long run. Because as we all know, if we buy food and we end up not being able to use it, it's kind of like we're throwing away um, money because we used money to purchase that food and then if it gets tossed in the trash, you know, what was the purpose of buying it? So it's really important to do everything we can to make sure we're using as much of that food that we purchase. It also saves time when your food is organized because you can easily find what you need without having to really search for it. And it also saves you time when you're preparing meals or packing lunches because you could just quickly go get the ingredient. You don't have to be moving things around and looking for something that should be easy to find. And it also saves time in putting away groceries when you know exactly where everything is supposed to go. You don't have to spend time thinking about um, where to put things. You just kind of develop a habit that you know exactly where everything goes. And anything that can help get groceries put away quicker is a bonus for me. I cannot stand putting away groceries. I don't have a huge amount of storage space, so that's probably why, because I do have to kind of be real particular about like how everything fits and I can't overpurchase and things like that um, because it's just not a huge amount of storage space, but I just don't like putting away groceries. I feel like it takes so long, and even though I do grocery pickup, I'm like, I wish there was a service where they could come in and put your groceries away for you. I don't really... I don't really think I would want that, but I just in my mind, I, I think that sometimes because I do not like putting grocers away. So either way, it does save you time when you're more organized because then you know exactly where things go and it just kind of makes the process a little bit smoother. 
And like I said, it, it saves money. When your food's organized, you're less likely to buy duplicates of items you already have. So when you keep buying things that you already have, you can wind up with an abundance that you either can't use before it goes bad or you forget that you have and it goes bad. Um, so you you know it saves you money by making sure you're purchasing only what you actually need. And it also helps you um, save money by seeing what you have more easily and making sure you plan to use that up in future meal plans before it ends up going bad. So, because obviously when you're using up what you already have on hand, that's less that you have to purchase in the store. It also makes preparing for and cooking dinner easier. Um, when your food's organized, it's just easier to find the ingredients that you need for a recipe. And that can make cooking less stressful and more enjoyable because who wants to be searching around for an ingredient when it's time to make a recipe? Especially when you know you have it, but you just might not remember where it was put. This definitely happens to me when someone else in my family cooks and they don't know just because they're not in the habit of necessarily using certain ingredients or something like that. They don't know where it goes and they or they forgot where it goes. And then when they put it away, they put it in some weird place and then I'm searching for it or I buy more because I think I look in the spot where it's supposed to be and it's not there. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize we need that. And then here uh, a few days later, I find it like shoved in with the pasta or something. <laughs> so, um, you know, just kind of keeping stuff in a, specific, in a specific place can really just help with preparing and cooking dinner and also, like I said, with determining what you need to buy for your grocery shopping. So organizing food does not always just happen naturally. It takes some thought and it will improve over time, especially if you have a large family and limited storage. It can sometimes be difficult to keep things organized. I have definitely been guilty of shoving things in any open spot when we've had to purchase an abundance of groceries. This doesn't normally happen um, just like over the normal course of the year. But often as we approach the holidays or I'm making like a certain recipe that requires a lot of ingredients, I will wind up with more ingredients on hand than I normally have and I will start sticking things in odd places. Sometimes I'll, I'll actually just put them in a pile somewhere because I don't want to make my cabinets crazy and if I know it's going to be used up soon, I'm like whatever, I could stick them on top of the fridge or over in a little pile in the corner and I know they're going to get used up and whatever. But sometimes when, when we wind up with too much of um, ingredients that will fit easily in our cabinets. I've definitely been known to shove things in places, but we don't want to do that on a regular basis. Um, categorizing our food. Sometimes, you know, we can group things that are similar together, like canned goods, snacks, baking supplies. It just makes it easier to find what you need and prevent purchasing duplicates. Um, and you want to think through where you store those categories of food. If you're like me and pretty much only bake around the holidays, you can probably keep those ingredients in a less convenient location and save room for things that you use more frequently. But if you love to bake each weekend, then maybe you might want to have those things more accessible. So you want to kind of think about what you're storing, how often you use it, and how easy it needs to be able to get to so that you can kind of prioritize the things you use more often or that your family uses more often um, versus things that you'll only use once in a while. Clear containers are great um, for storing things, especially like leftovers. Um, they keep your food fresh. I, I can't stand when, um, well, if any of you do this, don't take it personally, but I can't stand when members of my family stick 
like a bowl in the fridge with like a piece of plastic wrap half kind of laid over it. I'm like, they're not going to eat that. It's going to get all gross because it's not fully covered. You know, things get moved and the plastic wrap comes off and then there's just like this bowl in there with food in it. I'm like, can you please just use a container? We have plenty of Tupperware containers or whatever they're called now. Um, so, you know, it's just, it just makes it easier to store the food because you can put things on top of it and, and they're, they're just usually fit better than like a bowl or something like that, but they definitely do keep the food fresh and then it's, it's more likely to get eaten. I also use those really, um, like bigger, um, plastic storage containers, um, that are made kind of like for pantry type items to store uh, flour, sugar, and pasta. I don't have like an actual pantry, but I put them on top of my kitchen cabinets and the ones I got had like a little black sticker that goes on the front and I was able to write like, so it looks kind of cute, like to put like pasta, sugar, whatever, you know, like on top and, and put those up there and it helped me save room um, in my cabinets for other things. When you're using containers to store leftovers in the fridge, it can be a good idea to kind of have like a specific area of the fridge for leftovers. Not necessarily if it's just for your own personal um, food, like say if there's a small amount left and you decide you're gonna pack it up and take it for lunch the next day, obviously you're gonna know that it's there. But it's just if it's just kind of like um, leftovers for general use for whoever to eat them that decides to eat them, it can be a good idea to kind of have them in a certain area of the fridge. Um, that way it'll help your other family members be aware that those things are there and that they need to get eaten up. And that can also help reduce food waste too. Because if your family is like mine, it needs to be in an area where it can easily be seen because if it gets put behind something, then it kind of doesn't exist. So if you want the food to get eaten up, make sure it's easy um, for others to see that it's there and that those are foods that can be eaten by whoever wants to. Labeling items is really great too. I don't label um, foods that I just put in a container to put in the fridge for leftovers, but what I do label is um, things especially that I put in the freezer. Even things that you would think would be easy to identify <laughs> when you put them in the freezer definitely often become unrecognizable once they're frozen. So I like to use Ziploc baggies and a Sharpie. I do this with leftovers, but also with the meat, like if I have to separate to store it. Um, like for example, I was storing some ground beef the other day and it came in like a three pound package and I divided it into two pound portions and one pound portions. So I just wrote like, two pounds and one pound on each. I could clearly tell that it was ground beef, so I didn't need to write ground beef two pounds, but I just wrote like two pounds and one pound. Um, with chicken though, I will usually, um, except for chicken breast, cause I feel like that's really easy to tell what it is. But um, if I have like say bone in chicken thighs or whatever, I'll write like bone in thighs four. So I know, okay, there's four bone in thighs. Cause sometimes you can't tell. Um, and definitely if you're freezing like, um, leftover like soups or like sauces or chili or things like that. Those can definitely be hard to identify once they're frozen. So always make sure to write on those what they are so that you're not having this like, you know, you take out what you thought was sauce for like a pasta night and then you realize it was like leftover chili or something that you didn't want. I have definitely done that before. So definitely label what you can when it makes sense. Um, you also want to maximize your shelf space because often 
cabinets will have more vertical space than what you actually need to store most items. So by adding like a shelf riser, you can double the amount of space that you have available to store items. But you also wanna make sure that you do leave some taller space for items that aren't gonna fit in those littler areas. And it really does help with, um, you know, making your storage uh, space be able to hold more than if you just kind of leave the cabinets as is. You also wanna make sure to rotate what you have. When you buy new groceries, of course, always make sure to move the older items to the front so that you use them up first. That definitely helps with preventing food waste and saving you money because you don't want some things to kind of wind up going to the back and then you forget that you have them or you forget they were older. Um, when you throw things in the freezer, it is so easy to just throw them on top of the old items that were in there, but you do not wanna do that because you wanna make sure you use up those items that were put in there first so that you prevent freezer burn and um, you know from having those items in the freezer too long. So definitely, especially with freezer items, but even with stuff in the cabinet, like you know, like if you're buying like cans of something, you don't wanna wind up pushing the older cans to the back without taking the time to think through and move them forward so that they get used up first. And then of course, keeping your fridge organized, um, using clear bins to group similar items together, um, or store things that you use frequently, like where you can easily see them. Again, like I said, that doesn't prevent my family from saying we don't have something because it was behind something else. But the more you can make things visible for people to see, the better it is to make sure that your groceries will get used up and not forgotten about. And then of course, using baskets, bins, or bags. Um, baskets or bins can be used to store snacks, produce, other small items. I have a little, um, like a plastic dollar store type storage container that I have in one of my cabinets in the kitchen that just says like granola bars or whatever. And it's got like cereal bars and granola bars and stuff in it. It's easy to just pull it out. They're in there. When I put groceries away, I open up the box, I dump them in. It just makes life easier. Um, they're also easy to remove for cleaning. You could just kind of pull it out and everything comes out with it. Um, the one tip that I learned that has made such a huge impact for me was using reusable grocery bags to organize my chest freezer. I have a bag for each type of item. Like I have a bag for like um, ground beef. I have a bag for chicken. I have a bag for just like random frozen meals, um, things like that. And then I just pull them out and I can get to whatever I need. They so easily just pull out. I put them on the floor for a second. I get what I need. I put, I put them back in. It makes putting the groceries away so much easier for frozen things. And it makes getting things out so much easier. And I never have something get lost in the freezer anymore like I used to. I used to despise going in that freezer when I would have to try and figure out what I had because there'd be like a package of chicken breast over here and then another package of chicken breast over under here that got hit under something else and it was just so hard to manage. Um, this has just made it so much easier. So for me, that's probably one of the best organization tips I ever got. Um, so I definitely recommend trying that out if you don't already have a system to keep your chest freezer, if you have a chest freezer to keep it organized. Um, and then I also have bins in my regular freezer, um, that's like attached to my fridge in the kitchen where I just, again, they're like from the dollar store. They're just like dollar store plastic bins. And I have one that says cheese, one that says frozen vegetables. 
and one that's like frozen fruit. So like I have them on the top shelf and it just makes it easy. Like if I'm putting away frozen cheese, it goes in that bin. If I'm putting away frozen vegetables, it goes in that bin. If I need to defrost fr- fr- defrost cheese that's frozen, I just pull out the bin. Like it just makes it so much easier to keep things organized and not have to kind of dig through a freezer. So that's all I have for today. Those are all my tips um, on food organization and the benefits. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please come over to our Facebook group. I'd really love to see that group um, get talking more. I love talking with you guys. It's so much fun um, when I get to communicate with you guys and just share what's going on and how you're doing things and what tips you have. So come on over to the Facebook group. It's at uh, facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life, something like that. It's the private listeners group. You can like the regular Facebook page too, but if you join the private listeners group, that's where we kind of talk a little bit more. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.